I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ashes Daily, day two. Tony Kerr in the hot seat. So uh, let's see how this goes. Uh, Adam Bayford, are you there? Morning, Tony. How are you doing? Yeah, very good, thanks. Yeah, feeling a little bit fresher today, which is good. Uh, I'm, I'm walking to work as we speak. Um, so yeah, apologies to listeners if there's a bit of traffic noise uh, <laughs> as I get the van reversed in front of me at the moment. But that's uh, that's how we've got to do this to squeeze it in. So this is what modern technology was invented for, I think, wasn't it? So that a uh, sort of semi-ill person and a guy walking to work can ruminate on uh, England's overnight exploits down under. Um, should we say another tough day, um, England? At Stumps on day two, trailing by a considerable margin, 196 runs. Uh, Australia closing the day, 343 for seven. A quick fire century from Travis Head, 112 not out. He finished um, and walked off to, uh, yeah, in, in fairly triumphant fashion. That was after David Warner had hit 94. Uh, Labashain made 74. Um, I know you've caught up with the highlights this morning, Adam. What's your sense? I mean, for me, I managed to stay up and watch the first few hours and I got up and watched the last couple. Um, It's just annoying, just frustrating again. It is frustrating, yeah. Um, One of the reasons it's frustrating is because it feels sort of predictable or just so familiar, doesn't it? Um, and, And another reason it's frustrating is because they actually bowled quite well. And there, you know, there was there was a moment during the night when uh, when Robinson got those two wickets and two balls, got Cameron Green first ball. You know, I was I jumped off the sofa. I was doing the sprinkler around my living room at that point. <laughs> but uh, but then it's just got away from them in the final session, and that's you know they've obviously got tired. And this is what what it's partly just because of the lack of preparation. But you know, Robinson has had a brilliant day, but also like a slightly uh, alarming day in a sense. Like alarming is probably the wrong word, but it's like on the one hand, he's bowled absolutely brilliantly and picked up three wickets. Um, but on the other hand, he's got knackered. And, uh, and that's one of the things we're worried about. And he, you know, he absolutely looks the real deal and he'd lit the real deal all summer. But as that summer went on, he got more and more tired. And the, 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 the big problem for England today is that Jack Reach got absolutely plattered. And, you know, they really need the spinner to give them control. Four years ago, Moeen got tonked around as well and couldn't give control. This is clearly a tactic by Australia to go after him. And it's a good one. And they could have gone wrong. You know, they could have skied one up in the air early doors and, and hold out. But as it is, Root just had to take Leach out of the attack. And that means that Robinson and Wood have to bowl a lot more than they ought to, really. And it's... I don't know what the solution to that is, but yeah, they've bowled well. And at one point, we're not on top, but we're certainly still in the game. But this final session with Head, head bringing up that 185 balls, you know, more than a run the ball, 
has just meant that it's the game's gone now. And, and so it's partly the because the bowlers have got tired, but it's also just because they, it's an obvious point, they didn't score enough runs. Now, actually, if you look at the scorecard now, like they could easily, they could certainly bowl Australia out for under 400, uh, perhaps a, a bit less than that, which on, you know, at the Gabba on day two is a really good effort. But when you only put 140 on the board yourself, it's, 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 it's far too many. Yeah, quite. I don't want to just make this, this a moaning shop about the coverage, but when I wake up, I think Travis Head must have been about, I don't know, must have been on 70 or something, um, or maybe a few more. But they, I, I was stricken on the sofa because I'm uh, keeping my distance in the, uh, in the flat. Stricken. I couldn't be bothered to go and get my phone. To, and I was like, oh, I just want to see the scorecard, you know. I wonder how much, uh, how much Davey Warner made. They didn't bring up the bloody scorecard for the rest of the day. Not even like not even when uh, Head got to a century, you think, oh, let's show the scorecard, put it in context. Not even when they took England took the new ball. It's just for God's sake, just show the scorecard a bit more often. Anyway, that's my rant. Um, yeah, Leach, what do you go for? One for ninety-five from eleven overs, and even that the wicket of Labuschagne was really quite soft dismissal from um, from Marlis's perspective, wasn't it? He just sort of picked out Wood. Um, yeah, frustrating. I mean, obviously, you know, we talked about England needing things to go right for them to have a chance. And, and it has to be said that most things have gone wrong so far. And obviously Stokes getting Warner pretty cheaply. Um, what well, Australia would have been about 31 for two at that point. Um, and it was a, a no ball, which is, yeah, which is very unfortunate. And then from there, as you say, it's just, it's just not, not, you know, they've got enough runs to play with, have they? So, you know, as you say, 343 for seven is not a bad, and, and it could have been a lot better. Um, it's not a bad position for England to have, to have got themselves into if you ignore the fact that the other side of the scorecard says 147 all out. So, um, yeah, worrying. I, I, you know, the, in terms of the bowling, as you say, Robinson, he sounded pretty knackered at the end. He looked pretty tired. Stokes was struggling a bit as well. I mean, Mark Wood bowled 20 overs yeah, at gas. Um, and he doesn't do that very often. You wonder how his body's feeling at the end of it. Um, I guess the, the the beauty is that at least we've got Anderson and, and Broad in reserve. And I, I've seen some people, again, tweeting this morning about, you know, why didn't they pick Broad and Anderson? It's like, like come on a bit like, oh, they've left, you know, left 1,100 test wickets on the, uh, you know, on the on the boundary. And it's like, well, Australia aren't looking at Glenn McGrath going, oh, we've left 500 odd wickets on the boundary. It's like, I know it's a slightly different, slightly different thing, but they are, you know, they are, they are senior pros. Like they, there will come a time when you have to leave them out, and so uh, yeah, I, I don't think you can really have, as you say, apart from the role of Leach today, I don't think you can have. Um, you'd be too worried about the bowling. I thought Wokes did did fine. Like he, uh, you know, his first over of the day was was not hugely threatening, but. I thought he did all right from there. Seamers bowled really well. I don't think there can be any any criticism of them. You know, they they got tired at the end, but it's a long, extremely hot day. The spinners not tying down an end, and you know, and and also they've had no match practice coming in, and and they're like, of course, they're not completely fit. And you know, Stokes looks not completely fit, um, but that's to be expected, and uh, it's. It's difficult. And so I, I really don't think any fingers should be pointed to the bowling. You can maybe point some fingers at the fielding. Obviously, a, a catch went down. There are a few 
things as well that it was just a bit unlucky, like didn't quite go to hand or didn't quite carry. And but as I say, I actually in isolation they've not had too bad a day apart from the last hour. You know, and obviously Travis Head kind of uh, taking the game away from them a bit. But it's it's the batting yesterday which has you know some uh, some uh, mitigation, some extenuating circumstances as well. But you know that's that's where they've lost the game if indeed they have which you, you have to think barring the intervention of uh, uh, La Nina is it the, the weather phenomenon yeah. um, you know that, that, that is what's going to happen um, yeah. it was good just, just a quick word on Mark Wood like yeah he's, he's bowled too many overs today but he did certainly um, in his first spell he was really bowling quick and obviously got Steve Smith out and you know we mentioned on the preview this is Wood's first Ashes test since 2015 so in those two series where Smith has absolutely dominated England, he's not at the face mark. We obviously saw Jofra Archer unsettle Smith, uh, well, putting it mildly, in, in, in 2019. So that is where the pace can really make a difference. Um, and so it's, you know, it's a shame that England don't have Wood and Archer, but that's what's so exciting. And why coming into the series, you do think, well, they've got Wood. That is something they've not had before. It gives England more of a chance than they had four years ago when they when everyone was bowling 80 miles an hour. But if he's going to have to bowl 20 overs a day, you know, he just cannot do that for five tests. So, yeah, I, I don't want to point too many fingers at Jack Leach because it's not necessarily his fault. I don't think he particularly bowled badly, but it's just England have got to find a way for him to get some control. And he might well fight back. You know, he's mentally a very tough character. And this happened to him. If you remember, Tone, on the first day of the India tour, he got taken to the cleaners there as well and went about 10 and over. And then he came back in the second innings, took wickets and was really good throughout the rest of the series. So, you know, I wouldn't, you wouldn't bet against him doing that. Um, but he's going to have to because, I mean, it's not like England have got another spinner in the squad who can come in, particularly. There's, there's obviously Don Best, but you, you'd fear for him too on the same basis. So that's, that's a real, real problem. Uh, and they they need to figure something out. Yeah, and, and, and fair play to Travis said it was a it was a good knock, and um, he really turned the uh, yeah turned the screw momentum wise. Um, yeah, it's impressive, and it, I mean it's just it's kind of typical, isn't it, of being in Australia that that someone like you know you think you need everything to go wrong, and then, and then Travis Head comes along and scores a, a whatever it was an eighty odd ball hundred. Um, yeah, there we go. Rory Burns dropped an absolute dolly in the slip, so not not a good test match for him so far. Um, but yeah, there we go. Australia, well on top. Uh, Travis Head, by the way, is you know, just you going back to saying um, about you know Australia have left out Glenn McGrath, England here have left out Graham Swan, and Travis Head has got you know Graham Swan bunny written all over him. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah, England just don't have that kind of quality spinner. Anymore. I mean, well, Swan, Swan obviously was exceptional. Um, but absolutely fair play to Travis Head. Uh, thanks a lot for him. And, it, you know, he was not um, he was not certain of, of a place in the team here. It wasn't, there was a choice between him and Kawadra. A lot of the people would have gone with Kawadra. Um, so, yeah, really, you know, a lot of credit to him for that, for that performance. Well, let's leave it there then. Um... If you've passed any, uh, anyone on the street, they must think you're doing some sort of update into Five Live or something. Little do they know that there's a sort of very sort of unshowered, unkept man in a bedroom in St. Peterport who's you talking to about all this. I know, you're, I know you're feeling a bit poorly. 
but um, you know, the, the shower is presumably only a few feet away from me right now. <laughs> I've not made it yet. Well, actually, walking, there. I'm almost at work. I'm currently just walking down the high street, St. Peterborough High Street. So there's lots of people around. Actually, they're getting a, a live world cricket show or half a live world cricket show. It's a very exciting. What a treat! What a treat on a Thursday morning. Um, well, cheers, uh, Adam. We'll catch up again tomorrow. Uh, we'll keep up the we're two for two in this Ashes Daily series. So uh, absolutely thrilling stuff. Oh well, obviously Adam's had enough. Um, but yeah, keep up with us on the World Cricket Show Ashes Daily, uh, the original Ashes Daily. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.